Hey, this is the analyzer, Brian Brink, and you are listening to Verbally Challenged. If it's good, it's good. But even like I used to sometimes argue about the Marvel Netflix shows, if they were eight episodes instead of 13, they'd probably be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Just tell a tighter story. Put the money into, into better effects and or just better story. It looks like we're going to get that from this show. here and welcome back to verbally challenged back once again back to back weeks with me one of the hosts of the nerds have spoken podcast jason lowry what's up dude yo what's up dude how you doing good man good congratulations now once again now that officially the one year anniversary show is added away we were trying to sort of speak into the future uh with last week's show and stuff but now that it's all done and over with man congratulations uh it was pretty awesome show Thanks, dude. And uh, it was definitely an interesting show. It was pretty fun, um, you know, having all the guys on there and then, you know, introducing to new fellows. And congratulations to, uh, what is it, Yule, Tim K, Jeremy B, and, uh, and Anthony Lewis. Um, shout out to them. They'll be new additions to our show. And then uh, shout out to the winners, and of course you were one of those, uh, of our giveaways on the show last week. So all that stuff got shipped out today. So Nice. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome stuff, man. Glad, you know, and and just to be a part of it in some small way and uh, always grateful, you know, for uh, for the win right there. That that was awesome. Yeah, so good show, man. Good show. Uh, but we're going to talk about a show tonight that just uh, debuted on the CW. We actually touched on it real quick last week. Um, you know, Superman and Lois, which is uh, debuting its uh, premiere episode, you know, debut season on the CW. It is a part of the Arrowverse. And, you know, the shows are starting to actually, you know, come back over the next few weeks. I think Batwoman started. I believe the Flash is starting their the premiere tomorrow or sometime this week, and uh, other shows like Legend and stuff going to be coming back like very soon. Uh, unfortunately, I think this is the last season for Supergirl, last season for Black Lightning. I know a couple yes. of those shows got canceled, but you know, making ways for new shows like this one, man. And uh, we touched on it last week. I know, you know, we touched on it. You know, me and you are both fans of, like, the Arrowverse stuff. You know, we know these shows ain't perfect and what they're trying to do. But uh, the prospect of actually getting a show about Superman, you know, this is actually pretty big, you know. So, you know, it's uh, basically um, a superhero drama, just basically like the other shows uh, on the CW. Uh, The show's been head up by Todd Helbing and Greg Berlanti, you know, saying so basically the same people that head up the uh, some of the other Arrowverse shows. And of course, it's based on Superman and Lois Lane, you know, created by Jerry Siegel and uh, Joe Schuster. You know, these characters have appeared in the Arrowverse before with Supergirl, but we discussed Crisis on Infinite Earths. And even though it's the same characters and the same um, actors that are playing the roles seems like there's a whole lot of different stuff going on here with this uh, debut episode of Superman and Lois. So just real quick overall, uh, what did you think of the debut episode? 
Dude, to me, it seemed like it had like a slight different feel than all the other uh, CW shows. Like it seemed more cinematic to me. Oh yeah. Uh, like just the way they did the shots, the way they did the cameras, the way the set lighting, like everything else. It just seems like they definitely had to like put more of a budget into this. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's why they killed two shows just to do this one. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? You could. I I agree. Like I think the way like it's shot with the the widescreen style and um, the the tone of it, like it did look very cinematic in in the way it was shot and the cinematography and uh, uh, even with the special effects. Like again, it's television, so you know you can't really expect you know movie quality special effects like you're seeing with the DC films and the Marvel films and whatnot. But even for television, I thought what we got here was pretty decent you know and and like you said you know two shows down the train maybe they, they definitely put some of that budget like into this because it definitely looked like the production values were a lot higher here than your typical cw show oh yeah definitely definitely it, it, it was kind of an interesting because like the opening scene it's like in the show they kind of they kind of jumped into it just gave a quick backstory and just moved on like they just you know spent like what i don't know five ten minutes like just kind of quickly going over everything mm -hmm. up until that point and um dude i tell you what i mean i know they probably padded on a little bit in that suit that he's wearing um what's his name tyler hockland right yeah, that's Ty this. tyler hockland yeah mm -hmm. they might have padded him a little bit but dude he got he got a little buffer since those cw shows <laughs> yeah yeah dude like this superman <laughs> Definitely not like didn't look like as buff as Henry Cavill, like from the movies yeah, or whatever. Um, and I'd always thought the suit looked decent before, but yeah, like here and like you said in that opening montage when he uh, saved a kid from the falling car, and like that scene was very cool because it was very like reminiscent of the Action Comics number one cover, you know, when he has the car over. Oh, yeah, from Max Flesher, or whatever you know, it is. and then the Max Flesher suit he was wearing, mm -hmm. basically, you know, with the S and the and the logo, and I was like, man, they, like they didn't have to do that but that was awesome like just yeah, to yeah. see that real quick you know yeah that, that was kind of cool like especially when he dropped down saved that kid and the kid's like nice suit and he's like thanks my mom made it and he just flew off oh dude, that's <laughs> classic superman right like the way he just smiled at him and uh yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool and to see the suit like that version of the suit it was like man that that was nice you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. just to kind of see like oh you're seeing like an evolution here you know and um and the montage was cool because, like you said, it basically was catching you up to what was the status quo and what's going on here with mm -hmm. this show, you know. So it basically just touched on his uh, arrival to Earth and the first time he met Lois, you know what I'm saying, which was yeah. cool because uh, you see Perry White sort of like introducing him on his first day. And, uh, you know, she mentioned Steve Lombard, which is like another character from the comic books that usually like heads up like, the sports section, you know, at the Daily Planet. So there was yeah. a nice little Easter egg and mention of that. And uh, so you sort of see like their first interaction and they just basically sped through it. You know, they met, they fell in love. You know, he told her, you know, who he was, you know, he proposes and they're married. Um, yep. You know what I'm saying? And then. You know, they he's like, oh, the boys came and you see that they actually have twins in this yeah. show, you know, which is one of those big major changes uh, of the character compared to what we've seen previously, like in Supergirl, because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they introduced the character before and they mentioned Lois. And I don't know if they were married previously, but they were definitely together. And then in the show, like during Crisis, we saw, you know, they had their baby. 
and they had Jonathan, but he was a baby. And like here, you know, they mentioned the twins and you see that, you know, which I thought was very cool because it added to the humanity of the show where you see, okay, they introduced the twins and then you see that the, it's been sort of like a struggle with raising them. You know, you have one kid that seems to be like, okay, and everything is all good and perfect and he's happy. And then well, who's Jonathan, who's named after his earth father. And then the other son, Jordan, who's named after mm-hmm. Jarrell, seems to have like, um, you know, issues and he was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder and he's kind of seems a little moody and into himself. And, um, and at this point in the story, those kids are 14 years old. So this is obviously, I guess, an older version of these characters, you know, or maybe, you know, whatever, you know, them having these kids happen earlier in their lives compared to what we were seeing previously, like in the Arrowverse. So that's a big major change, you know, post crisis from what we saw earlier. Um, but cool, you know what I'm saying? I think it's kind of cool, like you know, seeing these kids at uh, 14 years old. You know, you're starting to see like when they're starting their high school life, and pretty a pretty important period, I think, during any kid's life. You know what I'm saying? When you're about to start high school, and then and, and you go through all the anxiety that goes with that. You know, like Jonathan seems to be like the sports star, and they kind of were teasing like, are those like little latent abilities he has being mm-hmm. Clark's son? You know, he's he's a fucking freshman starting. You know as it was, I don't know if he was a captain yeah, varsity, varsity on the varsity team. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So they said the the upperclassmen are pissed about it. You know, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so I mean seems to be a cool kid and, and seems to be like well adjusted and seems to be popular and everything. And then of course you see with the other one he's just a little bit more like down on himself and, and his mm-hmm. relationship with Clark and the parents are just, you know, a little bit more difficult. So um to me I think that's a big aspect of the show that really makes um a character like superman probably like a lot more relatable because i think that's always like the complaint you hear like superman is so powerful like you know and they tell all these grandiose stories like and how can i relate to something like that and then already off the bat you're seeing this show is touching on some like real life stuff that almost anybody could relate and stuff like Like, i kind of like the uh, down to earth that they're kind of bringing it like yeah you get this super powerful dude everything else um, and then uh, he, <clears throat> it almost had like, in a way, do you remember Smallville kind of back in the day? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I know that was kind of a little cheesy here and there, you know, like the earlier CW shows. Yeah. It kind of had like a down-home type feel, but like cinematic in a way. Kind of like the, uh, uh, was it Man of Steel that they did a couple years ago? It kind of mm-hmm. had like a down-to-earth type thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the struggles he had to deal with. Uh, and you didn't go. You don't really get to see that very much in, in some of the movies and shows about him like that. So it's kind of interesting that they kind of turn that on there and they put it on the show like that. Uh, the struggles that he has, where he thinks is. I mean, we'll kind of get into it. So like his one son. I don't know if there's spoilers or what. I mean, I don't know. How I mean, yeah, we're getting into it. So I mean, guys, if, if you haven't noticed already, oh, full lot spoilers here in this discussion. Yeah. So, uh, like, his one son, you know, he's all excited because he thinks his son is like, you know, oh, he's got, I think he's got these abilities and everything else, and he's kind of excited. You could see this favoritism kind of going on mm-hmm. a little bit. And then you could see he's he's proud of his sons, both of them, okay? Just you could tell there's a disconnect, like you said, with the other son. Mm-hmm. And so you could see, like, all the struggle going on, everything kind of going on with him how he's kind of misunderstood everything else and it was just kind of a, a, a 
an interesting twist on things how they kind of put that yeah it's because with this show we never got a live action superman i mean in superman returns they they touched on it you know mm-hmm. with yeah. brandon routh he was away from earth for five years came back lois had a son and then you come to find out that was his kid and you know but you didn't really get to see the dynamics that you're seeing here with him basically raising the family and going through the struggles as a family because you're you're seeing it from the aspect of you know the son you know you have one son that seems to be okay the other one having issues um and it's probably could be caused because it seems like clark is not really home and there for his kids in the way he should be like a normal parent of course because we know he's superman so he's busy and he's got all this important shit that you know he needs to do but the kids don't know that you know so basically the job is being used as an excuse for why like clark is not around and and Mm -hmm. and that's a thing that they touch on on the episode with lois feeling like you know clark should come clean with the sons and let them know you know who he really is um so hopefully they come to like a better understanding and, and clark was feeling like that's just like a burden um and then re- again real quick off the bat like once they got over the montage and you know you see a, a cool little action scene in the beginning with superman you know saving a nuclear reactor from a meltdown this is like the first time you're seeing him in full costume which i thought looks awesome i Dude. mean compared to the <laughs> suit we got before this suit looks freaking it looks movie quality it's Dude. amazing I'm not gonna lie, like, dude, this new suit, like, it was um, on par with like Henry Cavall's suit. Dude, honestly, I think I liked it better than. (laughs) To be honest, wow, looking at it, yeah, dude, I was like, it looked incredible, like, you know what I'm saying? And he 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 used his heat vision to seal like a little like a leak in the reactor, and then it flew over the uh, the water and froze like a big chunk to make like a glacier to to melt over the um the reactor to cool it back down i mean very cool looking scene with very cool looking special effects in my opinion you know we get to see the full look of the suit and uh nice introduction to see like that character you know and um it, it was kind of a cool homage that they kind of paid to that because i don't know if a lot of people kind of paid attention but that actual scene was very similar in another Superman film back in the eighties. Oh, was it the the Quest for Peace Part Four or something? It might have been where he ended up going in, picking up the lake, and then. Um, oh, that was that? Uh, yes, that was I think Superman Three. Yeah, because uh, remember Jimmy was kind of. I think it was Jimmy that was at the plant or something. Yes, and, yes, yeah. yeah. It was that was another homage that I noticed. They kept, so. He went to a lake. I did. Wow. And so you brought that up. I didn't even realize that. Dude, I (laughs) forgot completely about that scene in the in the Superman movie. Yeah, he froze the the top layer of the lake and Mm -hmm. flew it over to where there was a fire, so it could melt and and put out the fire. Yeah, very similar. Nice, nice little homage there. That's a that's a good pickup. I didn't even realize that. You know. Yeah, man. I I thought I kind of giggled a little bit because I looked at Beth. We were watching it, and I was like. Dude, they they pulled that from Superman. I forgot what it was. Like maybe, yeah, I, I think that was, was. I think that was part three. It might have been, yeah. But, yeah. So, anyways, like I was like, dude, they pulled that from that. I was like, I remember that scene because that was actually a pretty cool scene. <laughs> and uh, and then he just flew away, like just kind of like what he did in this TV show. He came, uh, but it's it, the homages. I mean, just the suits, and then the, that one scene right there, and then. I kind of like the idea they gave him scruff a little bit on his face instead of being mm-hmm. all clean cut. Do you notice yeah. that? 
Okay guys, a quick timeout so I can put you on to the Realm of Collectors. The Realm of Collectors is an online community of friends that have become like family with a shared goal of providing a space where you can share your hobbies and chat with others that have similar interests. Subscribe today to the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel and hit that bell for all notifications. The Realm goes live almost every day of the week with several podcasts like Enter the Realm, Breaking the Mold, Figure Banging, and MPSP Theater. Go to YouTube.com today to subscribe. Visit our website, realmofcollectors.com. On the site is a blog section with entries provided by members of the community just like you. A gallery of toy photography from members all over the world that have used the hashtag Realm of Collectors on Instagram. Links to all the podcasts at the Cool Table Podcast Network and our contact information in case you have any inquiries about the realm. Don't forget to join our online community on Facebook. The group name is Realm of Collectors. Answer the three questions and boom, you're in. Follow us on Instagram at Realm of Collectors and follow the hashtag Realm of Collectors for all the latest toy news and updates on all the happenings in the group. So what are you waiting for? Search Realm of Collectors online right now and join the Realm community. See you there. Yeah, that dude that dude definitely looks like he's like um like one of those hairy like dudes, you know what I'm saying? That like basically like he shaves in the morning and by five o'clock he already got like that shadow like already, you know, like yep. got some scruff to him. And even though I guess he's playing like an older Superman here, um still looks young because they kind of touched mm -hmm. on that like a little bit later, like in the episode. So, you know, he saved that nuclear facility. So again, something major and something important that's taking his time away from his family. And when he gets home, Lois is like, you know, George, you know, um, you know, Jonathan got some news to tell you, but you got to apologize to Jordan because you missed the therapy session. And then mm -hmm. you saw like how him and Jonathan are cool and then how him and his son, his other son, Jordan, are like distant, you know, like he saw him, you know, playing uh, Injustice or whatever. And he thought he was Superman. And he was like, he was like, Superman's boring. You know, I'm playing Raiden. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and the dad, he was like, and he's like, hey, well, I'm here if you want to talk. And, you know, he basically didn't answer him back. And then when he was like, hey, dad. And you see Clark kind of look back, like, "Oh, like you know, he wants them to talk to me." He's like, "Like the music, you know, like, yeah, turn the music." <laughs> and you just see that dude's face, like he's just like, "What?" Like almost like he's like, "Man, I want to smack this kid or whatever." But he's like, I, yeah. "That's what it is," you know. So just a great scene to show the the difference of the relationships between the mm -hmm. sons. Um, he talks with his mom, and the mom's talking about like you got to be around more because it's true, like you know. The, they're kids only for a certain amount of time. They grow up, they go out into the world, and then what? what's going to happen? Are they going to wind up resenting you because he's probably like a, an absentee father? <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. He, he's out saving the world as Superman and stuff like that. Um, you know, so that was one of those big themes like in the show that, um, that they ran the thread through, you know, with him trying to basically balance his, his responsibilities to the world as Superman, but also trying to keep his family together and all like the issues that uh that that come with that you know basically so well, they kind of updated it now to the times where like all the social anxiety all um and i kind of like like the family hardships kind of like showing like we were discussing briefly before about that um and just how they kind of touched on all these little things and i mean you can even see clark himself like kind of you know, beaten up about himself, about his sons and everything else. And, you know, it, it, it kind of makes an interesting topic. It was very humanizing. Like he's like very human, um, the very human aspect of the character, which is why you could say like, even though this guy is uh, alien, he's very human because these are the feelings he has. And that's through his upbringing with his parents. And now with being a parent himself and going through those struggles, 
Um, he, like I think even Lois basically told them also in the episode when they were having like a little heart to heart, like, you know, everybody has these problems. Like, this is how, you know, you're human, you know, and every, you know, and this is, you have these problems. Like, even though your life is extraordinary, um, you're not immune to having these, these issues just like anybody else would. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, it uh, makes it very, very uh, relatable and stuff, you know. So you saw a little bit of what the kids were going through. Like, unfortunately, you get the tragedy of his mom passing away. You know, it looked like they were going to be gearing up for a visit. She winds up passing away uh, of a stroke. So they go down. The whole family goes down to Smallville to basically, you know, bury the mom. Uh, they wind up hooking up and meeting with uh, Lana Lang, which is, you know, if you watch Smallville, of course, you know, that character is, you know, Clark's sort of like girlfriend when he was down there, like during high, his high school days. Um, you see that she has a family and the boys know like her daughter from when they hung out from a few summers ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it seemed like they were getting into some, uh, I guess maybe some of the meat and the thread of what you're going to be seeing throughout the season. Uh, they mentioned Morgan edge who was a character in Supergirl, but it looks like apparently, the character is going to be reworked here for Superman. Again, Crisis changed everything. You know, they even mentioned it on The Flash. Like, you know, older versions of villains that you might have seen might be completely different post-Crisis now. So I guess that's a good way to for them to revamp some of these characters now with some of these uh, new shows on the CW. You know, so mm -hmm. um, Morgan Edge, I think, was a character that appeared in, like, season two or three of Supergirl. Mm -hmm. Apparently, his character here is going to be a little bit different. He, he wasn't introduced yet, but they were, you know, they talked about how he, oh, yeah, that was another thing that happened a little earlier in the episode. Morgan Edge, his company bought the Daily Planet, and they fired Clark. Clark got fired. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a reporter. You, you know? did not expect that at all. You're just like, wait, what? He got fired from the Daily Planet? Like, yeah. They are hitting home for that shit, especially with the times right now. You know, so yeah, so like not only are you, you, you see the hardship he's going through with the sons, it's like, boom, like he lost his job. And, you know, and, and Lois is like, you know, she's like, this is messed up. And obviously, you know, that's going to be like a thread that they mentioned because it's not just Clark, like other people from the Daily Planet have been getting fired. Uh, so this, uh, I think his company Galaxy is, uh, which was a, co you know, company from a comic books, comic books again. So another nice little Easter egg, if anybody's followed Superman throughout the, you know, the seventies and eighties, like, uh, for a time, Clark didn't work at the Daily Planet. He was a television reporter for Galaxy, you know, saying that Morgan Edge, like was his boss. So, you know, those are little, just little tidbits from the comics that they're sort of bringing into the show here. And uh, so Clark got fired. Um, Lois, again, we mentioned that, you know, she's pushing for Clark to tell the boys the, the truth about himself. And she's like, you're going to need another excuse for why you're away a lot. And he's, and he's trying to fight the concept of, of letting the boys uh, know who he is because he's like, I guess, basically letting them know if, you know, who he is and if they might possibly have powers or not. Uh, I guess it's like just a burden for what they're already going through just as teenage kids, you know, so I, I, I see where she's coming from, but I also saw like, you know, his side of, of where they were coming from. So mom passes away. Uh, they find to find out that the mom got into some business dealings and sort of got like owes money on the house, like took a reverse mortgage. Yes. So they could either take a payout for the remaining value of the property or continue making payments on the house. Uh, those loans also fronted by Morgan Edge uh, through conversation with Lana Lang and, and her husband, who doesn't seem to like Clark too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, definitely tell there's something there. <laughs> you could see, yeah, there was tension. You know, he's talking about, you know, people grow up. 
you know, in Smallville. And then, you know, instead of coming, you know, growing up and taking their skills and coming back and, and growing the community, they, they leave, you know. So it seems like he has some resentment over uh, Clark over, I guess, leaving Smallville and whatnot. And uh, he's just there trying to make a living. They also touched like through conversation between Lana Lang's daughter um, and Superman's sons that there's like some sort of like meth problem going on in like Smallville. Like you know, like he's a firefighter, and she was mentioning like how her dad sees a lot of stuff. And Jordan was asking like what, and she's like, you know, like parents cooking meth and burning down their house with them and their kids inside. And it's like, hmm, like oh shit. So. Um, it's like you could tell, like, besides these mortgages that don't seem right to Lois mm-hmm. being fronted by Morgan Edge, this meth mm-hmm. problem. They were talking to some other people from Smallville that had to basically, like, give up their property because times are bad. Like, you do get the sense that something's going on in Smallville and, and it's not good, you know. So, again, something that was introduced, and I'm sure that's going to be a thread that's picked up on uh, for the rest of the season. So, um Superman, you know, basically Clark, you know, dealing with that, they have to make a decision on the house and what they're going to do. They're still struggling with the boys. Uh, The boys get into an accident, you know, when trying to, I guess, fix a Wi-Fi router or something. Yeah, yeah, the router that was in the barn. You know, and they were talking, uh, I think her name is Susan, uh, Lana Lang's daughter, who Jordan, you know, seems to like. And, you know, and trying to kind of, I don't, I wouldn't want to say he was really showing off, but basically. Sarah, her name is Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Sarah Cushing. That's right. So in trying to sort of like maybe impress the girl, he reset the Wi-Fi router and he slipped on some pipes and he fell like apparently 20 or 30 feet to the ground. And then the pipes fell. And what you see, you see, it looks like Jonathan sort of covers Jordan and probably saves him from the Mm -hmm. pipes. And, uh, you know, Clark basically takes the pipes off him. Thankfully, they're both okay. You know, they they get checked out. They're like, oh, you know, mild concussions or whatever. But obviously, after that incident, the boys are confused and they're like, what the fuck? Jordan's like, something ain't right. Something strange. (laughs) Hundreds of pounds of pipe just (laughs) and And he fell, like, from that distance. And, you know, no broken bone or nothing. He he just seemed to be okay. So uh, throughout the episode, again, you know, in, in talking and Lois and Clark talking about whether they should reveal you know the abilities to the kids you know they're talking about like this is going to complicate things or whatever but now they're going through that incident themselves they're they're confused as fuck so they they're determined to find out what's going on um basically lois and clark they find out the details of, of the reverse mortgage from lana during that same time the boys find clark's spaceship that's in the barn you know that he tells the boys don't don't you know fuck around in the barn they find that and of course you know the the ship reacts to jordan they're confused Mm -hmm. and they just spaz out like on lois and clark you know like because they're like you lied to us and there's an alien ship and what's going on you know so basically clark had to reveal himself to the boys and and you know, you thought maybe that would have made things better, but it seems to just make them like yeah, more upset, confused, and, <laughs> you know. So, but the cat's out of the bag, you know, and and apparently, you know, you know now the whole family's in on on Clark's secret, and uh, the the boys wound up going to a bonfire, you know, like Jordan's connecting, you know, with this. What's her name again? Sarah? Sarah, yes. Sarah, Sarah Cushing. Cushing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He they get a little close, they exchange like some private information, which, you know, seems to increase like the bond between them and then he goes in for the kiss and some dude comes out of nowhere is like, What are you doing? And you know, apparently she had a boyfriend that, you know, she didn't mm-hmm. didn't get the chance to tell him about. So they get into like a little scuffle. Jonathan comes out, 
gets into a fight with the boyfriend yep. and uh as they're kind of getting like beat up or whatever jordan's freaking heat vision like goes off and causes like an yeah. explosion and it's like that was like sort of like the big reveal of the episode because we were thinking jonathan's the one that got the powers and, and that showed like nope it's jordan that has the powers so it's kind of interesting how they kind of made a twist on that because throughout most of the episode like you said they kept pushing and kept making you think and i was telling bethany i said i, I was like dude for some reason i'm thinking the other brother's gonna have the powers mm -hmm. because they kept trying to push too much the other brother like you know kept trying to spoon uh spoon feed it to you like the whole entire episode so um because he he thought he had all you know all these superpowers and all this other stuff and everything else and they end up having the scene where um, after the bonfire and kind of talking with everything and everything else and um, just checking on everybody. And, dude, I don't know if you saw, Bethany was telling me that his eyes were like bloodshot red, um, the one son from the heat vision. Mm -hmm. And he just looked terrified. And then um, it was just kind of an interesting thing about that because now this kid realizes it's it's – him that has these powers and not the other one yeah and 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 jonathan again was like seemed to be the perfect one and they had like a, a flashback scene when they were young and he threw a football and kind of he the football hit the rope and it broke the rope and he's yeah. a kid you know so they're just like hmm, looking at him like hmm. and you know with jordan being the one with the social anxiety disorder and you know they said his upbringing was rough. He was, you know, prone to nightmares and tantrums, and um, he was just a more difficult one. So, you know, they thought, man, if George, if Jonathan is the one with powers, like he's already seems like he's doing so well already. Like, what is that going to do to Jordan and stuff like that? And uh, and even Jordan was upset, you know, when Clark basically showed them who he was, um, because he was like, man, the only way like that you boys survived that accident is for one of you to be like me and and jordan was looking at him was like oh you think it's him right like you know you know to tell superboy why you think he's so perfect <laughs> you know what i'm saying so oh, yeah, an yeah. another thing to probably feel resentful about because it you know lois and clark did think that it was um jonathan with the powers because of mm -hmm. you know they're like listen he's a freshman and look he's starting you know on a varsity team and you know he does so well and so they always thought that those were latent abilities um but look come to find out it's jordan jordan's the one with the abilities and you know uh, during this whole time that was happening too you know we uh superman found out through lois's dad basically who was starting these uh nuclear uh reactor accidents you know um they found some footage so you know while jordan was over there at that bonfire and, and that scuffle broke out you know superman is battling this dude that seems to know who he is left like little kryptonian messages mm -hmm. like you know that they found and uh they battled in space it looked like you know whatever superman threw at him with the heat vision and the cold breath didn't do anything yep. and yep. Uh, he winds up stabbing him uh with, with a piece of kryptonite yep. you know so apparently this guy has access to kryptonite and uh, he was basically like falling from space until kind of Lois, you know, woke him up, you know, through her, her words uh, because, you know, she got the phone call of the explosion, you know, what happened with Jordan and the kids and was like, you know, we need you. So he was able to pull the kryptonite out and uh, recover and get to his boys. So, you know, they found out it was Jordan and, you know, through that, they basically made a decision, you know, with everything that's going on, maybe, you know, Martha was trying to tell them they should slow down and maybe save the house and 
you know what I'm saying? Maybe they should just go to like a slower pace of life and try to b- rebuild what's going on like with their family. So I guess that's basically the consensus they came to at the end of the episode that they're going to keep the keep the farm. They'll stay in Smallville and, you know, and Clark now will show Jordan basically, you know, how to use his abilities and stuff. So you got a nice little touching scene with them at the end where they seem to bond a little bit because they were so distant throughout the episode you know now they have that thing in common uh but i did see like a trailer for like you know upcoming this season and it looks like there's still (laughs) gonna be some issues that they they have to work out amongst themselves but but man again i just thought the episode itself was a good pilot it was an extended pilot too like you figured the show runs an hour and with commercials you know you 42 Mm -hmm. minutes 44 minutes each episode um this episode ran about 100 minutes you know without commercials so um nice extended pilot almost like a movie like we said not only due to the way it looked but also because of the length of it so i mean i thought this was a a home run for the cw you know Mm -hmm. these shows could tend to feel watered down and whatnot and the drama aspect is there and you still have that youth aspect to it because of the boys and them being 14 and it looks like you're gonna see them going through their little love and relationship things you know maybe throughout the season while they're figuring out their powers because remember jordan has powers now but you never know jonathan might develop powers too you know he's already kind of circling back to that when you said that it was kind of funny that uh jonathan was actually really happy about uh, him not having powers because he said basically that just proves i'm a natural athlete yeah 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 i dug that because he's like yeah it just shows my skills are real like you know what i'm saying so that was cool but you never know you know you never know they might introduce that down the line and um and again so i just like how different it is you're going to see this family aspect with this superman character and it is a twist to what's going on in the comic books is the comics have introduced jonathan who's uh his son and stuff but it's still only one kid and here you got twins (laughs) like it's two boys uh so you know, even though it could be similar to what you might have seen already in comic book lore, like over the past like 10, 12 years or so since they've introduced uh, Superman's son. But, you know, now doing it with the twin dynamic, it, it puts that little twist on it. So I, I was very happy with the episode. Um, you know, again, the, the, the special effects, I'm not going to say they're movie quality, but I think above average compared to what we're used to seeing here on the CW. And um, I think it's going to be a 15 episode season. Uh, so, I mean, I'm very happy with what I've seen so far, and hopefully the rest of the season keeps up the quality, man. Do you think the same? Like, what do you think? Yeah, so I was kind of wondering that. I was like, you know, I was talking with Bethany because it seemed like the quality of the way they did the episodes, like I said, the cameras, like the just the way the cinematography and everything kind of done, it's definitely, like you said, it's definitely above, like, what some of the normal CW stuff is, you know what I mean? Because most of the other CW shows are, like, pretty much the same type of tone and everything else. Yeah, the reused sets that you see, mm-hmm. like, over and over. Like, it looks very, like, small, where here it looked, it felt like a movie. Like, it mm-hmm. felt real, like, you know? Like, it didn't seem like everything was on the same closed set, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, I think also, too, like, with all the craziness that's been happening in the dceu and everything else and all the stuff going on with superman and all the other stuff i think it's kind of an interesting fresh take on this that they're kind of bringing it back to basics mm-hmm. and and just show you like like we said like a different side of him you've never seen you actually see him as a father 
Yeah. You actually see him, you know, struggle himself. I mean, you never really got to see that too much in some of the other shows. You didn't in, I'm sorry, the other, I mean, Smallville you got to get here and there uh, mm-hmm. on the TV show, but him is uh, him when he was younger. But, um, and, you know, like we said, Superman Returns, you got to see that. And you also got to see it in, um, what, Man of Steel or whatever it was, and that was a pretty good film. I mean, I enjoyed that. So just the, the fact of that we got that quality of a Superman show just in the first pilot, I'm, I'm honestly pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were some things here and there I think that could have been uh, tweaked a little bit, but um, uh, I know one thing we kind of haven't really talked about yet was that uh, the end reveal. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, so they sort of had like a little like post credit scene and uh, with this, uh, the guy that was challenging Superman throughout the episode, um, they mentioned that was the last bit of kryptonite he had, and then the mm-hmm. computer referred to the character as Captain Luther. Captain he, Luther, yep. yeah. And he took <laughs> off his helmet, it sounded like he had like an accent, like almost yeah. like a British-like accent. And, uh, and it was a black dude in the suit, yep. like, you know what I'm yep. saying? So, again, so I don't know if if Captain Luther is this related to Lex Luther? Uh, if so, like again, there's sort of Supergirl revealed the new status quo where sort of everybody like Luther is a loved businessman and yeah. he's involved with the DEO like as the owner and everybody thinks he's good and only Supergirl since she sort of has the pre-crisis memories knows you know who Luther really is. Um, so is that still the same? Is so is this different? Is this still taking place in the Arrowverse? Like there's still it's a lot of questions because yeah, it's uh, you know it, it's very different compared to the characters that we saw um, pre-crisis and before the show. Like this show sets up something like totally different for these characters. It's just the same actors, you know? So interesting to see what they're going to do with Luther, with Zod, because, again, some of these characters and concepts have already been introduced in Supergirl. Yeah, and, Jonathan uh, Cryer, like, he was great as Lex Luther. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked him as Lex Luther. He pretty diabolical, to be honest. I mean, Yeah, funny, first, funny, but still him, fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, when I first saw him uh, playing that character, I was like, I don't know. I was like, and he's a good actor, but, you know, we'll see. And dude, when you first start seeing him, you're like, "Holy shit, this is Lex Luthor." <laughs> he's probably he's probably one of the best Lexes ever now. Like you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if people haven't seen, you know, again, you know, I don't know how much how many people watch these CW shows and shit, but um, that if you if anybody's watched Supergirl and seen his version of Lex Luthor, like it, it, it is good. I think it is one of the better versions out there. You know, funny but still kind of like crazy smart. You know, like. It, it's been pretty good, so uh, I just wonder, you know, this show very it just seems very different in tone, also from Supergirl. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see if they cross that over. Like from what I'm hearing with these shows, like because of COVID and everything and the filming schedules, like it's hard to sort of get the different cast from the different shows together because of uh, you know precautions and whatnot. So I don't know if we're gonna get like a big crossover this year or. If we do, it's going to only be maybe between one or two of the characters, not like everybody like they did with uh, with Crisis. So, I mean, I guess with a big event like that, you, you just bring it back down and, and maybe try to build it back up again once things in, in real life get better. Uh, but again, very interested to see where the show is going because, like, again, it's just very different um, from what we've seen before. So, um, so it's going to be interesting to see once these characters intersect again. Um, 
like how how that goes you know what i'm saying like it's you know yeah. is car is car are gonna know the boys is it gonna be some shit like you know i haven't seen you guys in a while like you know yeah. like you know stuff like that because again you know the pre-crisis it was just jonathan and jonathan was a baby <laughs> you know? now, it's kind of interesting some of this stuff so like did they ever actually discuss where they got jordan's name did it come from like there's a lot of kind of theories kind of going around about that did they get it from like jor-el like yeah his dad or... that, that's that that's the inference because they they didn't really get into it in the show but jonathan mm-hmm. is his earth father's name and of course you're not going to name your kid like jor-el right but jordan yeah. you know jor well, for jor-el so that's that's where they got that from honoring there's, both his dad there's another kind of thing that's kind of interesting so in the Alan Moore comics, uh, Clark's alter ego was Jordan Elliott. Mm. So that I was kind of thinking about that too. Like, is that another paying homage to you know some of the older stuff? You know what I mean? So yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's- Could be. Yeah, that like, but that the names are definitely supposed to be paying homage to his dad. You know, the Earth dad and, and Kryptonian yep. father. Um, they said the guy. I forget the character's name was a Foswell or something like that from the Daily Planet, though the one that basically fired Clark earlier in the episode. That's okay. a character from the comic books too, mm-hmm. um, from when Perry White uh, was not the editor at the Daily Planet, and that character was known for laying characters off in the comics. So oh, yeah. that's kind of like a nice homage to that. You know, we mentioned uh, during the flashback in the very beginning, the original Superman outfit was a homage to the Max Flesher outfit from those cartoons if you look at it it's spot on exactly the same thing oh yeah and uh trying to think uh lana lang when they were having the conversation about the mortgage uh when lois clark and lana were at the bank she mentioned like she was like oh martha was like smallville superwoman and lana was superwoman in the comic books for a brief period of time so that was like a little kind of easter egg there and uh, they, they kind of did that a little bit. Like when Clark was talking in the house, they had the board. They had the Siegel and Schuster, which, of course, the creators of Superman. Um, I think there was like another name on the board that was a homage to like another Superman creator. And uh, and then I think where the incident happened, where Jordan's heat vision went off, I think that was like Schuster Minds or whatever. That was another callback to Superman's creator. Um It it was kind of interesting. So I don't know if you noticed any of the um, pre and post Christ changes that they kind of did on that show. Like Clark and Lois were kind of married in like the early two thousands and pre crisis, but he proposed on this TV show in twenty eighteen. Like it was kind of weird. Like I don't know. Well, I don't know because I mean, again, the montage was showing. It looks like a lot of things just happened earlier for them. Oh yeah. I guess in this new timeline, because again. You know, Jordan, you know, Jonathan was, they had Jonathan and he was just a baby, just born, you know, and I think they were already married, but now the boys are 14. So I think he's just older. Like, it's not, I don't think it's supposed to be the future, but I think in just timeline, just things happened earlier for them. Like he's playing like an older Superman. And and Lana touched on it too. She's like, man, like Clark looks the same way. Like he did in high school. He yeah, doesn't age. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, I guess I got good genes, you know? Well, it's, do you remember, like, in, in the quick flashes early on in the show, like, remember, I remember, like, uh, pre-crisis, uh, when they showed him kind of coming to Earth, he was wrapped in a blanket. Mm-hmm. But on this show, uh, he wasn't wearing anything. Like, no he was blanket, like in a no goo. Nothing. He was, like, yeah. in a goo and shit, yeah. 
you know, they they definitely change things. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, like, as these things get fleshed out, because I'm wondering if they're going to do that for everybody. You know, Superman, he didn't have his own show, you know, until just now where, you know, after they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, Supergirl and Flash still, like, had half a season to finish out, you know. And uh, and they made changes in Batwoman because, of course, you know, they the woman that was playing Kate Kane, you know, she left the show. So I think they, they have like a new status quo there where, you know, Kay Kane is missing and, you know, they thought she almost died and some a new woman found like the outfit and like took over the mantle. So doing what they can to kind of like explain like some of these changes. But Superman, I mean, just with this pilot, there's there's so many changes that it's like, whoa, like how is this going to play into everything else? You know, well, there, there was another Easter egg, too, when uh, I don't even remember this or not. Let's go back and watch it. But like on. When Clark, I think, was talking to Martha, his mom, on the phone, mm-hmm. uh, if you looked on the dry erase back uh, board in the background, it said Doctor Donner. Oh yeah, yes, he's a Richard Donner. Yeah, that, I think that was the other name I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. They had Donner, Siegel, and Schuster on that board. Yep. So you just got to kind of be eagle-eyed and and look yeah, at all yeah. that stuff, you know, and, and you see it. So it, it looks like the creators of the show like definitely did their homework, like in that regard, to to mm-hmm. leave the nice little like Easter eggs for the the fans to pick up on. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season turns out. I think they're still filming, um, you know, because of COVID and everything. I think they only started filming the show back in October of 2020. You know, it here made its debut February 23rd, uh, 2021. And I think they're still supposed to be filming through May or June. So um, 15 episodes, which is a little bit shorter than a normal season you will normally get on the CW. But I'll take a shorter season if the story's tighter. And, of course, if that's going to make the special effects budget for each episode, uh, like, a little bit better. If they're going to put a little bit more into it, I'm more for that, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially Uh, if it's, like, a solid... um... Uh, um, what is it? I mean, it was if they do a solid hour for that show or something like that, mm-hmm. with that type of special effects, I'd take less episodes. Okay, guys, another quick timeout so I can invite you all to the cool table. Please pull up a chair. The cool table is a podcast hub for like minded content and shows, including favorites like Enter the Realm, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Stasis Lock, Shattercast Uncut, Toy Detox, Building Up to It, Fresh Communication, Beer and Bolts 40K, and this very show, Verbally Challenged. You can find and like the cool table page on Facebook to stay up to date with all the latest content. Subscribe to all these shows on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play or your favorite podcast apps. Join the cool table today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then to me, sometimes I feel like when you get that 22 or 23 episode season, that is too long. Like you get a lot of filler episodes always in um, these seasons of the Flash, Supergirl, Arrow. You know, because of those long seasons, you have a lot of episodes that really don't have anything to do um, with the overall main storyline that's branching through the season. Um, so, I mean, it's fine. You know, if it's good, it's good. Um, but like, even like I used to sometimes argue about the Marvel Netflix shows, um, if they were eight episodes instead of 13, they'd probably be a lot better, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just tell a tighter story, put the money into, into better effects and, you know, or, you know, or just better story, you know? So 
Um, it looks like we're going to get that from this show. Uh, but that reveal at the end, Captain Luther, like that's interesting. Uh, Morgan Edge, again, it, it's going to be a different character than what we saw in Supergirl. So, uh, again, I'm just very interested to see how it all plays out. I, I'm a big Superman fan, man. So when I see like a show like this, like sort of do the character justice, um, like, and I feel like it's a show that maybe if somebody's not a big fan of Superman or doesn't know what Superman's about, um, watch this like give this one a chance because i feel like tyler hockland the guy that's playing clark slash superman um he's playing the character very well like he you could yeah. definitely he you could feel the heart behind the character in this mm-hmm. guy's portrayal you know I, I think he does a very good job i love the snor- uh, snarky comments that he kind of does sometimes too and like he he's kind of like there's a couple times in the episode where he's kind of like a smart ass in a way yeah with, uh, with talking to people, but um, like one thing that kind of they even though it, those two kids aren't related on the show, his sons, like dude, they did a damn good job of casting it to look almost identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do look alike, just the differences in the hair color and stuff. But um, but yeah, like facial wise, they do kind of look mm-hmm. alike, you know. So, you know, we'll see where all that plays out, man. Uh, I'm down for it. So, I mean, this is just the beginning. So, uh, I mean, I love this character so much i might touch on the show a little bit more while the season goes on but you know we'll definitely come back and you know hopefully like again this is the beginning hopefully the show keeps up that quality but we'll definitely revisit down the line uh to see if they actually wound up doing that or or not you know um yeah i I just hope not i hope it doesn't go from that and then it switches to good like to the cw because that would I mean, I'd still watch it, but it'd be kind of like a downgrade almost, you know, because yeah. they hype you up so much with this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phil Phil kind of said it. Like, he's like, man, with Superman, uh, I asked him in the chat if he's seen it, and he said he hadn't seen it yet, but I was like, I was like, all right, but um, I was like, check it out, and uh, I was like, and I, I, like you said earlier, it, I was like, it definitely felt like more cinematic and more movie-like in production values, and he basically said it. He's like, man, that's cool. If they did that, that's cool because I think Superman's that type of character that deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. he's their major. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Batman is the one that's popular and a, and a big money maker, but um, Superman is is one of their banner characters as well. So I think with a show like this, you know, he needs to he definitely deserves to have those higher production values and a little bit more put into it than just your typical you know CW you know drama show so we'll we'll see how it turns out man definitely uh ask you back you know to to discuss future episodes and stuff so thank you for taking the time tonight uh before we head out for the evening just uh let the people listening out there know where they can find you on social media man yeah man so uh you can find me at uh jason lowry in the facebook groups you can find me as jason lowry in uh, the realm of collectors group uh, you can find me um, on Instagram, same thing, Jason Lowry, you know. <clears throat> I actually use my name instead of, you know, like fake names and stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> Define you. Some people are weird like that, but, you know, I am who I am, so. Yeah. Um, you know, you could find me every Thursday. You can watch uh, the Nerds Have Spoken podcast. Uh, we upload Thursday mornings at 6 a.m. You can check us out there. Um, and, uh, you know, hit me up on Xbox or PlayStation at uh, Clutch2345. Nice. 
All right, dude. Thanks again for taking the time. Really appreciate it. As for myself, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at HarriganBX. Don't forget to check out Into the Realm and Breaking the Mold Mondays and Tuesdays, respectively, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. And a big thank you to everybody that downloads, streams, listens to Verbally Challenged. I really, really appreciate it, guys. If you're listening on iTunes, leave me a five-star review. I'd really, really appreciate that. Just helps to get the podcast out there. And don't forget to check out the new like page on Facebook, challenge with Harry BX. All information and events and stuff coming out of the show will be pushed through that Facebook like page. So really appreciate you guys liking that. Check that one out on Facebook. And as always, we'll be back very, very soon with a new episode. So until then, take care, stay safe, and peace out.